Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with Missy Helderman. We cannot wait to teach, inspire, and even maybe share a giggle or two with our beloved Happy Girls family. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode with Missy. Hey ladies, Missy Helderman here, your bra lady, and welcome back to Confessions of a Bra Lady. Today, I want to do something a little bit different. You know, last week we talked about your why. Why is it that we are doing the things we're doing and allowing that to be our guide in how we spend our time, our talents, our resources, and really allow it to also be a motivator when times get hard. Well, today I want to take it one step further and I want to talk about goals, okay? Specifically what many people call smart goals. It's the new year and right, we're new year, new me and all of that stuff. So we're all setting up new year's resolutions and all that. But how do we get to where we want to be? How do we get to the why? in the first place. I love to set goals. I am goal-minded. There are times it's as simple as putting something on my to-do list so that I can scratch it off. Okay. Sometimes it's a goal just to get my to-do list scratched off. Little goals like that. I've got goals of, hey, I want to record so many podcasts. I have goals of, I want to be able to start this new venture. I've got goals like I want a new new projects or even how I want to change the world, <laughs> how I want to make an impact. I've got goals for all those things. Now, granted, some are a little far-fetched, but I've got them out there, right? So I've got to have a why. I have to have something to work towards. That's just me. I'm the type of person that even when I go on vacation, I have to have a point. Now I know many people are going, oh my God, what are we talking about? And you have to have reason. Isn't rest enough? Yes, rest is enough. But my favorite in vacations are to go to a certain place so that I can say I've been there or to experience one certain thing so I can say that I've done it. I had one year that I went to the lowest part in the entire world in this um, Dead Sea. And I was so excited about that, that I got to be there. And I've even had ones where we literally went across the state line and had something to eat there so that we could say that we've been in that state. The point was that, oh my gosh, I got to do that. That was the goal. I want to go to all the 50 states. I want to do that. So if it means to have a hamburger in Mississippi, then great. That's for me. I have achieved that one state and I can mark it off. I know I'm silly, but you got to love me. So what I want to do is give you some information that may be really helpful when we're talking about setting goals. Okay, because honestly, if we have a why out there of what we really want to do, but we don't look at how to get there, what's the point? How do we, you know, if you don't know how to drive, you've got the car, you're in the car, but you don't know how to drive, we've got to get some goals, right? Okay, so I mentioned SMART goals. SMART is each letter 
means a certain thing. Okay. Let me tell you what they are. So S means specific. What am I going to do and why is it important to me? Okay. S specific. M is for measurable. How will I measure my success? How am I going to track it? How am I going to know when I've arrived? A is attainable. What will I do to achieve this goal? How am I going to accomplish it? Okay. R is relevant. Is this goal worthwhile? And how is it going to help me? Does it fit my values? Is it relevant to me? And lastly, T is time bound. When am I going to accomplish this goal? How long am I going to give myself this? This SMART framework is a simple way for you literally to take what you want to do and break it down into the smallest little steps so that you can accomplish it. Now, let me give you an example of what that would look like, okay? How about I want to wake up earlier? So the goal, the specific S, right, specific goal is I want to wake up each morning earlier so that I have time in the morning to do the things I want to do. I want to wake up. Okay, that's specific, right? Measurable. I'm going to start setting my alarm clock for 7.30 a.m. this week, but next week I'm going to set it earlier by 30 minutes, and then the next week I'm going to set it 30 minutes earlier. Do you get my point? Then not only do you do that, so that's the plan, but then you write down the actual time that you woke up and got up. Not just woke up, but got up, okay? So this way you'll be able to see and measure how you've done each day. Now, attainable. Is this goal attainable? Well, my schedule allows me to go to bed a little bit earlier so that I could wake up earlier. So it's not a matter of giving up the rest. So yes, it is very much attainable. Relevant. Why is it that it's worthwhile to me? Well, my morning hours are my best time. And if I get up later and then I try to fit everything in, I feel rushed by the time that I get to work. Does that sound relevant? Sure. And lastly, time bound. So let's say to wake up earlier for the next four weeks, I want to wake up two hours earlier than I usually wake up. Okay, so we're going to, in four weeks, we're going to see this goal hit, right? Does that make sense? So great tips to keep that framework going is first off, make sure your goals are not too big. That kind of goes to the attainable part especially attainable in the time frame that you're thinking. You want to make sure that you have them in the small enough bits or short-term bits that you can feel like you're getting somewhere and see progress. For me, I set year goals, but it works best for me to really have a lot more of the 12-week goals. 
look at it every three months, look at it every four months, that sort of thing. Because I also like to work in rewards for those milestones. Yes, there are certain things that I work into my system. Like, well, a great one is my French macaroons. Those are a treat for me. The only time I allow myself to buy French macaroons for myself is when I've hit a big goal. The last time that I got French macaroons was the very first podcast I recorded. The time before that was when I finished my master's thesis. I mean, that to me is a big milestone. It's a treat for me. Now, I've had other people gift them to me. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with my goals, right? Especially not my weight goals. Oh, let's not even go there. Anyway, okay, moving on. (laughs) So we want to reiterate, we want to make sure that we're making our goals not too big, break them down into a little bit smaller sections or shorter time periods so that we can achieve them, right? We want to incorporate milestones, rewards for milestones. What kind of rewards work for you? Because not everybody is motivated by French macaroons. Some people, it might be a new outfit. I have some of my clients, when they are done nursing with their babies, their goal is to get a new bra. Or I have others that have lost over 100 pounds. And every so many pounds that they've lost, they gift themselves a new bra so that they feel great. I love that. Don't you? Another important tip that I want to share with you, though, is we need to have a way to track our progress. Now, I don't care if it's virtual or if it's physical. It can be a calendar on the bathroom wall. It can be on your Fitbits and your Apple Watches and your digital planners. It can be in a number of ways. Oh my gosh, if you've gotten on Pinterest, you can see all sorts of tracking devices and creative little ways that people have done it. I, you know, anything from saving up for a vacation to Florida to to having so much money in a, a piggy bank. I mean, there's all kinds of ideas out there. Check them out. But here's the thing that you really need to understand with that tracking your progress. When you have, and I can tell you by experience, not not near expense, it's been a while, but I used to have a calendar on my bathroom wall when I was training for half marathon many years ago. Okay, many years ago. And I literally wrote down every day how much I ran how long it took me, and my weight. I think it was that I had those three things written down. And literally, I could see how many days I had done some kind of exercise, some kind of movement, some kind of training for that half marathon. There were days that I'd look at that map or look at that calendar and think, I just do not want to do anything today. But because I had been so faithful the last 14 days, I had a streak going. And oh my gosh, I don't want to break that streak, do I? So that kept me motivated when I saw progress, when I saw that I did it 
faithfully every day, or if I saw that my weight was going down or the things that I was working towards was working. And it just helped me to stay a little bit stronger (laughs) in my week times. So have a way of tracking the progress. But the fourth tip is I truly want you to acknowledge setbacks, but don't dwell on them. I am guilty, ladies, of having that chocolate cake or having that chocolate ice cream and wanting to eat the whole pint. And then, oh my gosh. And then you start beating yourself up because uh, you've done so good for so long. And then you fall off the bandwagon. When you fall off the bandwagon, are you going to stay off the bandwagon? Are you going to jump back on and keep going? I mean, let's be honest. Now, I have I've fallen off the bandwagon and I've stayed off there. I've wallowed in the mud. I have done that. But I've also jumped back on and just started, you know, started back with it. It just depends what you're doing and your mindset and all of that. But make sure you do not dwell. That's when you're sitting in that mud and you think, oh my gosh, I've eaten a cookie. So I might as well eat the rest of the box. Isn't it true? I mean, I, it's just how I, my brain works, but don't be doing that. Don't be afraid to make a little bit of adjustments either or reset the plan because sometimes your plan may have been a little too stringent. Maybe you're not able to keep up with the pace that you had thought you were going to. Life happens. Things get in the way, but you know what? It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Just get back to it and find what works. Remember, we each are so completely different. The waking up early. For me, my best hours are in the early, early mornings. I can be creative in the morning. I have some friends that are most creative at like 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. So we each have a different rhythm. We each have a different way of doing things that work best for us. So just because it works well for me, you have to do something that works best for you. Okay. You're not supposed to compare my you to me. I'm not supposed to compare myself to you. We get in trouble that way, don't we? So I want you to remember smart goals. You always want to start with a why. And we talked about whys last week. We want to know why we want to do it. And the SMART goals help us to get how we're going to do it. SMART goals is a being specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relevant. And it's time bound. So I challenge you today to take a little time and look at SMART goals. Where is it you want to be? And how are you going to get there? So this brings me to your hints from Helderman for the week. Sponsored by Anita, makers of comfortable bras for every day, gorgeous lingerie, and highly functional sports bras. One goal that you may be having is to lose weight. And it is a great goal. Many people, though, wait until they've hit that goal before they'll ever buy a bra. 
And some people, although they say they want to lose weight, they never really do the things to lose weight. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So we want to lose the 10 pounds and we don't want to buy a bra until we lose the 10 pounds. But it's taken us 10 years to take the 10 pounds off. Do you see where I'm going with this? Here's your hint, though. Did you know that the difference between the loosest row of hooks and the tightest row of hooks and eyes is about 20, 25 pounds? So a new bra will make you feel great, get the girls up and going, also can be very supportive while you're starting to do these SMART goals, like maybe exercising and walking, moving more. So if you've got the girls up and lifted, you're feeling good, you're supported so you can actually do the exercise. And as you start to lose the weight, then you can tighten up that band and it still fits you for some time. So ladies, just because you ate the one cookie doesn't mean you have to eat the whole box. And just because you want to lose 10 or 15 pounds does not mean that you shouldn't go ahead and get you a new bra. You deserve to have a good supporting bra that's going to support you not only through your day-to-day life, but through your goals. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Confessions of a Bra Lady. This is Missy. Have a great day. Ta-ta. Wasn't that great? It was another episode of Confessions of a Bra Lady with our favorite bra lady, Missy Helderman. She not only leaves us feeling empowered, confident, but also with a trick or two in our back pocket to conquer the world. We can't wait for you to join us next week, but in the meantime, you have a variety of ways to stay in touch. You can check out our website for all of your merchandise slash subscription slash getting to know us needs. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook, handle The Bra Market, or you can join our email club available on our website. So until next time, we hope you have a great week where you feel stylish, confident, and able to tackle all the things on your to-do list. Until then, happy girls. Bye-bye.